Hi there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today I'm going to be telling you how God healed me of kidney stones. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you want to be with us. We welcome you. We thank you that you're here and you're just wanting us to know how good you are. And I'm just so excited to tell what you did in my life. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you for the honor of being able to share it. Love you. Praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So God wanted me to tell you that he healed me. I had three times where I passed the kidney stone without having to go to the doctor or the hospital. The first time my little boy, I think was a year or two, and he was born with a birth defect. I'm sure you've heard me tell you more than once, spina bifida and hydrocephalus. Um, And so I had healing scriptures on a tape for him that I played for him all the time. Well, it was a Wednesday night after church, and I was at the store, and then all of a sudden, I just couldn't stand up straight. I had so much pain that I couldn't even stand up straight. I was in an L shape, just about. And I came home, and I put those um, scriptures on, and I went to bed. And I woke up, and I hardly had any pain left. Um, I hardly had, um, you know, any, like change of posture, like I wasn't bent over anymore. And I was so excited. And I said, God, should I call the doctor? Because I was still used to going to the doctor then. And he said, that's up to you. And I thought, okay, well, then I'm not going to go. I don't like going to doctors. I don't like the time I have to spend there. I don't like it when they can't figure out what's going on. And so I was just like in my glory. So that was that, and eventually that pain just went away. And at that time, I I really didn't know what was wrong with me. I didn't ask God what was wrong with me. Since then, I learned about James 1.5, that you can ask God wisdom. Or maybe I even knew that then, I don't know. But James 1.5 says you can ask God for wisdom, and he gives to all liberally without fault-finding. And so I live on that verse, and I don't know why I didn't ask then or if I knew or if it wasn't a revelation, but it was earlier in learning how to receive healing from God. And so then the second time um, was years later. I was out walking my dog, and the same thing started happening. And I got in the car and came home, and I asked God what was wrong with me. And he said, you're passing a kidney stone. And I asked my son to Google and find out what they they do at the hospital for a kidney stone. And he said they blast them. And so I said, God, I just believe you can blast this kidney stone. And I just started imagining it going into all these little pieces, which is how it was described. So then you can just pass that. And I got better and better and better. I was to go to work that night. And James 2.17 says, faith without action is dead. So I thought, well, by his stripes, I am healed. So I'm going to work. And I went to work. I did tell a lady there what was going on. And she didn't believe me. But, you know, blessed is he who believes without seeing. So it didn't really matter. It didn't ruffle me at all. So anyway, then the third time I actually was at the gym, and I always use the restroom before I get on the treadmill. And so that's what I did. And there was a lot of blood in my urine. And it was shocking to see. And I don't remember having blood the other two times. And um, if I did, I don't remember. 
Anyway, I got on the treadmill and I said, God, what is wrong with me? And he said, you're passing a kidney stone. And I said, well, isn't there a lot of pain with that? And he said, I took your pain away. Is that okay? And I said, well, of course, that's okay. You know, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I was so glad about that. And I was so excited that, you know, I could hear God and I didn't have to run to the ER or to the doctor and that he took my pain away. In fact, later in a conversation, I said, why did you do that? And he said, well, I knew you were going to do your little thing. No pain in Jesus' name. I knew you were going to believe me for no pain, and I do. I don't like pain, and that's what I do. I say no pain in Jesus' name whenever I have pain, and it, it always happens. He always takes the pain away. He bore our pain, our sickness, our disease, and our sorrow, and all we got to do is receive it by faith. So that's what I was doing. So anyway, the next morning I woke up and, oh, it was so much worse and um, the blood in my urine. And I went back to bed and I said, God, I'm all concerned here. And I was calling those things to be not as though they were. I was saying there's no blood in my urine in Jesus' name. And, um, you know, it's always when you start calling those things to be not as though they were, God comes and shows you that what you're saying or, or why you're saying it and, and what the problem is, you know. So you can just go ahead and do the word, in other words. And if you need to know something else, he'll let you know. And he said, you're going to have blood in your urine for three days and then it'll be gone. And that's exactly what happened. I had blood in my urine for three days and then it was gone. I never had any pain with it. And God is so good. I'm so excited to serve him. He's so awesome. Isn't that awesome? And, you know, so the other thing I feel like God is asking me to bring up since it relates is um, my son, I told you, who was born with spina bifida and hydrocephalus. Spina bifida is when the, their spine ends are out in the back. And hydrocephalus is when the water in your brain doesn't circulate on its own. So when he was little, he had a shunt put in and you would press the button and or the little pump thing to check if it was working. If it came back out, it was working. If it didn't come back out, it wasn't working. And so I did that for years and years, and then I just quit checking it because I just believed he was healed. That's a whole other story. But when we went down to Children's Hospital for that yearly checkup, and someone else was talking to me, we had like five doctors in the room at the same time, and um, doctor, the doctor, the neurologist that took care of the water in the brain, the neurology things. He kept measuring Trent's head and he kept looking at the x-ray on the wall. And then it was finally his turn to talk to me. And he said, Mrs. Klein, what would you say if I told you that your son's shunt came out of his head a year ago in August? And I said, well, I would say that God healed him. And he said, you never cease to amaze me. You know, because most moms who don't know God I would say most moms who don't know God would, you know, panic and think that they had to have emergency surgery. But I just, I was expecting that. I was waiting for that. I was calling those things to be not as though they were. So I was expecting that. And that's why I said what I said. Jesus said, what's in your heart will come out of your mouth. What you believe, what you put in your heart is going to grow and that's going to come out of your mouth and then it's going to happen. So the thing was, is that he missed the x-ray a year ago in August. He had two of those up. 
And the um, shun had come out of us. The tube came out of the shun, and it was like midway. And then the, the year that, and he didn't notice it. If he would have noticed it, we would have had emergency surgery. But he didn't notice it. And this year, it was a year later, and it was laying next to his stomach. And he had checked him all out and, and could see that he really didn't need it. And um, so he got to see a miracle. I couldn't wait to go and just scream and yell and praise the Lord and dance around. And I finally got a chance to do that. And I did that because that was like in the beginning of my learning about faith. And it was a bigger thing um, than all the things that happened to me, I guess, because it's my baby. And it was like <clears throat> one of the scariest things that they tell you that because if it comes undone, they can get this big water head. And, you know, kids, I've heard of kids that have surgery after surgery with that. It's just terrible, just terrible. So I'm so grateful. God is so good. What Jesus did for us on that cross, we can't be ignorant of. You know, he did all that, not only so that you can be saved, forgiven, but you can be healed. And so be healed. Just receive it. He did it for you. It's a free gift. Why not take it? Why waste it? You know, why would we just let him do all that for nothing and not receive it? So I got a little emotional here, but I just so appreciate all things that God does for me. And um, he wants to do them for you, too. And I know that's why he wants me to share with you what he did for me so that you can have it so that you can know, so that you're not ignorant of it. Isaiah says that, Isaiah 53, that we just don't really get it. And I would absolutely like to read that to you, Isaiah um, 53. Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken and smitten by God, afflicted as if with leprosy. So, you know, he did all that, everything he did, and we didn't get it, why he did it. And it was because he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Yet... All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, figuring it out ourselves without him. And the Lord was made to, and the and the Lord has made to light upon him the guilt and iniquity of us all. You know, we bring sickness and disease on ourselves. We really do. And um, I don't want to get into all that, but that's what it's talking about. What we inflicted on ourselves, he took the punishment for that. And he just wants you to know that today. If you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he wants to. He wants to come live on the inside of you. And I'm just thinking about the time he told me, if we're in agreement with him, and if he lives in us and he's healed, then we, we're healed, right? And so when he comes and lives on the inside of you, you can be healed, you can be whole, you're forgiven. He's in there. He's going to teach you his way. He's going to teach you how to receive from him. He's going to teach you how to um, be a light for him. Because when you get healed and you share that, then others are encouraged. I know when I was believing for my son to be healed, every little testimony just 
made me fall apart because it became more and more real to me. And so every healing I had um, became more and more real to me, the fact that Jesus loved us so much that he took those stripes for our healing. He hung on the cross for us. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Do you want to say that prayer with me? If you do, you can. If you want to say it later, you can say it by yourself. It's nothing special about it. You just pour out your heart to him, ask him to come live on the inside of you, and he'll do that. But I'll pray with you right now, dear Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you're already knocking at the door of our heart. You want us to come. You, you want us to invite you. And we invite you to come and live on the inside of us and teach us. Be our God. Help us to be your people. Help us to be committed and faithful to you. Help us to know your love and to be able to receive it. Thank you for teaching us, for guiding us, for loving us. You're so good. So good. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And you you need to know that John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, is God. And so this Word is God. It's what He thinks. It's His opinion. It's who He is. And when you get to know Him, and um, then you do what He tells you to do, He's going to manifest Himself to you. You're going to hear Him. You want to get on your knees every day and have communion with Him. You, you want to have conversation with him. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to be your counselor, your standby. He's going to remind you of the things that he said. He's going to teach you how to receive healing from him and so very much more. So thanks so much for listening today and God bless you.